Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do you believe in God? This all-knowing, omnipresent, almighty person who allegedly created the heaven and the earth and all things in its path in seven days. Well, actually, he took a rest on one day, so it was six days. Do you believe all that story? Do you believe that when you die, then you go somewhere nice where there's people with wings and angels and the bad people go to a place where there's a bad fellow with a fork and loads of flames? Not necessarily you have to believe that whole visualisation of it. But do you believe there's a God watching over you constantly all the time and that we should live by his set of rules? I believe we all should live by that set of rules, which are moral guidance. I don't necessarily mean you have to believe in God for that. You know, and maybe you don't believe in the Christian God. You might believe in the Muslim God. Or you might believe in a Hindu God or some other God. But do you believe in a God? And why do you believe in a God? Why do you think people believe in a God? Less people believe in God now than many, many years ago. There was a time when the whole population of the world believed in a God of some description, be the pagan gods and all sorts of gods. And the world broke up into five basic religions. Christianity being, of course, the biggest one and Islam being the second. But do you believe in a God? Let me know what you think. The number's 087-188-0008. It looks like now the world slowly is declining in religion and the belief in a God at all. But John believes in a God, and I know he does. And by the way, I do respect people's belief in a God, but I don't have to respect the God itself. Uh, John? Yes, fine. How are you doing? Okay, so you believe in a God, even though we don't have any physical evidence of a God, you believe in a God. And what makes you believe in a... What makes you think definitely a God exists? Well, I can tell you from my experience in life, and I've had a few ups and downs and all the rest, but I can tell you when I went and prayed, yes, I believe there is somebody there. Because things worked out. They worked out for the better, or they worked out. And I have to say, without, you know, a lot of people might think that's a bit rubbish. But at the end of the day, a lot of people do pray when they're in trouble, and there is somebody up there. And, you know, there has to be somebody who created all this because certainly it wasn't a scientist or it wasn't down to um, basically, you know, man. Quin- well, uh, I suppose the scientific explanation it, it, is coincidence, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, somebody had to create all this. I mean, I mean, this is just too big for one person to, uh, you know, at the See, end. Yeah, I know. It is a bit. The whole concept behind, is yeah. mind blowing, right? Even if we it look at it from a scientific or a God explanation, they're both mind blowing because we have to think of, which is very difficult for a human brain to think that this was always there. It always existed, right? There was always space. There was always something there because even if you say, well, what was there before? There's something, something else. So there was always something there. But of course, the scientific explanation is is that we were a meteorite and we were a part of an explosion or a big bang and we spun through the, the, the galaxy and all of a sudden we obviously became spherical and went into our own gravitational pull and created a circumstance whereby living creatures were formed by this coincidence of the right amount of oxygen, the right amount of carbon dioxide and life evolved from a single cell animal just from that and that I mean scientists have explained why they think that happened or how that happened whereas religious people would believe that some fella just came along and went alright there you go there's a man there's a woman there's a mountain there's a tree that seems a bit more far-fetched doesn't it no I mean another scientist will tell you that the universe was created and there's no such thing as God there's no such thing as the underworld there's no such thing as anything the earth is the earth the moon is the moon and that's just the way it is but, Do you believe I mean, the Bible you... John? Do you believe the Bible? 
Well, I mean, I have to say, look, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible that has, like the floods take, for instance. Now archaeologists are kind of saying a flood actually happened. Possible, it's, it's the, quite possible, of course it is, yeah. Well, it's, whether it's the flood from the Bible, whether it's the flood from here, a ten, a what, 12, or 12 million years ago, they said there actually a flood happened on this planet. Now, when the Bible talks about certain things, the stories they talk about, there is a certain grain of truth in them. Yeah, but do, you, but do you believe in things like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm sure it's a lovely book and it has lovely morals in it as well as some dubious stories, but however, do you believe that a man and his wife and their four children created an ark for, you know, roughly 1.5 million species of animals? Do you believe that? Well, I mean... You're an intelligent man, John, do you well, believe I, that? I know, I know, but I can't believe or dis- disbelieve. Let me put it that way, because... I can't really say... But does your mind, does your logical mind not say, ah, for Jesus' sake? I believe a lot of stuff, but that's a little bit silly. No, because I'll tell you why, Niall. I watch an awful lot of programmes on, uh, you know, the history channels and stuff like that. And I do have an open mind. I do watch around the Ark of the Covenant and stuff like that. And I think to myself, okay, well, there's a lot of, you know, these things could have happened. Yeah, but do you watch it? When you watch the Discovery Channel and and you see... And the Jewish religion and all the rest of it. Yeah, but but can I ask you a question? When you watch yeah, the Discovery Channel, and I love all those channels, by the yeah, way, as well, I, yeah. late at night when there's nothing better to watch. So when you're watching the Discovery Channel and you see a program coming on, you know, with his famous scientists talking about, you know, the Big Bang and all that and deep space and black holes. And what do you think when you're looking at that? Oh, that's a load of nonsense. No, when I'm looking at that, I do be curious to know. I mean, I, I have to say, right, can this be true? This, can this be false? Can this be godlike? Can this be something else? So I mean, I have an inquir- I have an inquisitive mind. So I mean, I, I you know the one thing I I take from God is it's a personal thing. If you believe in God, it's your personal choice to believe in. But I wouldn't you know I wouldn't say to everybody in the world you have to believe in God because God is there. Because people will, as you rightly said there, people go, does He exist at all? There's so much hurt in the world. There's so much trouble in the world. How could a God let this go on? I think it was your man Stephen Fry that said. Yeah, uh, and, he, and he was he he was. Yeah, I know was I know there was God. complaints How about it, but have a God that would yeah. allow so much trouble and strife and young world. people to die and be born with cancer yeah. and stuff like that. And but he, he kind of has a point. If he's you know he kind of has a point. You know if he's such a wonderful person, this God, why would he have a child born with cancer? You know what I mean? I mean. They're good points, isn't it? It's a good point. But, to yeah, make. but then again, when I thought about Stephen Fry and what he said, it wasn't God who created all this. It was man. Well, got man. Still, well, well hang on. No, no, no. Hang on. Man, man didn't. Today. Man didn't create an innocent child born with a serious illness. Man didn't no, create that. No, but a man can create. If, war. if that's what you're saying, you believe in God. No, but a man can create war. And no, a but, man can create. Absolutely. Oh, I, I, I'll give you that. Okay. Within the world. Yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying to you is about innocent people or people who get diseases, and you know, you hear of good people, good people in life who die. You know, tragically, and you hear of absolute bastards that you know that that will live on for to their ninety eight, ninety nine years of age. So, what I'm saying to you is, people will argue and question that if there is a God, why would He allow that to happen? Well, you see, that's again, it comes down to your personal belief. It comes down to your personal choice. I mean, I know personally now you don't believe in God, and I know your reasons why. But the the fact is, is there's a lot of Christians out there who, like myself, who do believe in God and who do believe in the church and do believe in the... Uh, the why, why do I, what do you think my reasons why I don't believe in God are? What do you think my reasons are? Well, Niall, from listening to you from time to time, and you do piss me off and you do... I know, but it's a love-hate relationship we have, John. It is, well, it does, yeah. You can put it that way. <laughs> but the point is, Niall, I mean, I know from your... Look, when you said that, you know, you had a bad experience when you were growing up, 
uh, with the mother and baby homes and all the rest of it. And I can take your point from that. I mean, it, I don't, look, I don't I, think that's why I don't believe in God. I do have a but, grudge against the church because of that. But I don't think it's, that's the reason why I don't believe in God. I feel I don't believe in God because I'm a very logical black and white thinker. Yeah, but at the same time, your personal experience would say to you, well, I'm not going to believe in something that made my life shit for so many years. Mm. So, I mean, I can understand your point of view. Coming yeah, well, on. John, I think you should give me a little bit of credit for differentiating between the Catholic Church and Christianity and God. I mean, I do understand the Catholic Church is just the organization and the messenger, whereas God is a completely different thing. That's your faith. So I, I do differentiate. I don't dislike Catholics or dislike, um, you know, people who believe in God. I just dislike the Catholic Church and the people behind it. Yeah, and, and I mean, that is your choice, not you know, not to, uh, you know, have any time for them. But I mean, as a Christian, I have a lot of time for the Catholic faith and the Catholic Church. And there's a lot of Catholic people out there who are like me today who say, really, OK, the Catholic Church isn't perfect, but at the same time, that is my faith, the same way the Muslims would have their faith. Yeah, no, no, well, I, you're missing, no you're, yeah, but the you're missing my point, John. I have no disrespect for you being a Catholic or the Catholic Church, the Church of the People, of course, right? It's the organisation yeah. and the people behind it and the way they manipulated society for many years. That's my gripe with it. And I'm sure, John, even as a Christian yourself, you can look at the evils within the Catholic Church over history, the history of time. You know what, Noel, I can look at an awful lot of stuff, and I hate to go back to this, but the one thing about what gets me when people give out about the Catholic Church, we have abortion today in this country, and yet and all the Catholic Church didn't provide abortion in this country today. The ordinary person did. And I always think when people talk about the abuse of the mother and, the, the mother and baby homes, it always gets my go. And you normally see me ringing in or texting on it, it to say that, you know, the Catholic Church didn't vote for the abortion in this country or the abuse of the unborn child in this country. The fact of the matter, the ordinary Irish citizen today did, or the ordinary Irish liberal citizen today did. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of... The Catholic Church is not responsible for all the ills in the world. Okay, okay, we'll stay there for a second. Let me just go to Dermot. I don't want to go too... I don't want to go too much into the religion. Let's no, stick to God, okay. No, 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 I get, I get that, I get that. No, I respect that. Okay, Dermot, you're in Classic Kids. How are you doing, Dermot? Good to you, Noel. How are you? Uh, Dermot, do you believe in God? No. Do you believe in... Uh, are you spiritual at all? Do you believe... What, what do you no. think happens the day you take your last breath? You go... What, it's, what happens when you take your last breath is is a bit like saying, where were you the, the day before you were born? Can you right. remember the day before you were born? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. So right. why suddenly, if, if you didn't exist before you were born and you have no knowledge of, of the, the, the world before you existed... What suddenly makes you think that you're going to... Like, okay, I'm with you on this. The education matters. In my heart, it, it, there's not a human being walking the planet, if you ask them, if you could prove to them that at the far end of life, when you when you depart this world, that you will meet your parents again and your relatives again and anybody that's gone before and you'll all hold hands in heaven. And You know, if, if that was, was proven to be true, there's no human being would turn around and say, no, I wouldn't like that. Of course you would. But... Educational and logic states quite simply one that nobody knows because because nobody ever come back to tell us yeah because nobody has ever 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 not one human being has ever come back not one species ever come back to tell us what's going on on the far side and secondly it, we're not talking a thousand years ago we're now talking where we have logical scientists who can absolutely one hundred percent tell you where the universe came from where the earth came from where the sun came from and where we came from and they have it down to a T. 
Are we like, we, what is it? Yeah, but the, you could argue they're just, I mean, okay, there is some scientific evidence in relation to carbon dating, et cetera, et cetera, you know, about ages and how old the planet is, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it is, 8 billion years old. But you, yeah. you, you could argue that scientists are basing everything on theories as well. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. there is now. Don't get me wrong; they do have evidence to back up some of their theories. But, but yeah. they, you know, when we look at the glaciers, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, they can age things and they can work out what the climate of the world would have been at certain times and certain periods, and they can work out, you know, from the geometry of everything where we all came from and how every planet got into a certain position, all that kind of. So they do, you know, use science to do all that. But again, it is a theory or a hypothesis, isn't it? I often, I often, I've often sort of wondered. I don't know if your friend here on the other line has an answer to this. Human be how long human beings have been on have been inhabiting this planet now for about for about a hundred thousand years, would that be right? Maybe more, maybe more. Oh, no, it's not more than that. Jesus no, Christ. Uh, what the more they're saying now, sorry to call across just there, because I watch an awful lot of these programs, spiritual and otherwise. The thing about it is what they're saying, the human spaces has been on this planet a lot longer over twelve twelve million years. I mean, they're going back further than that. So they're always finding I think, I think that, well, from what I remember, now maybe I could be wrong and somebody might correct me on this, I believe the first man, now, if we're talking about life on the planet, it's different to humans, right, okay? Because life probably existed on the planet, you know, a billion years ago. But if we're talking about humans and, you know, homo sapiens as we call them, I think the figure is probably double what you said there, but probably somewhere around 200,000 years. But the question, the question I've always tried to figure is, one, if, if, if humans beings in some form or other have been on the planet for all these hundreds of thousands of years, why did Jesus Christ wait until 2,000 years ago to come down onto what they say is our planet? And secondly, before he arrived 2,021 years ago, what did did Jesus Christ exist 5,000 years ago, 10,000 years ago? Okay, now I, want to, I want to clarify this for people listening because I don't want to be giving people misinformation. Okay, so the first record we have of human beings is about 200,000 years old. That's the oldest man, the person that we've ever found. I think Lucy was her name. Anyway, she was a woman. Uh, on the biggest, it says here, in the biggest steps in early human evolution, scientists are in agreement, in agreement, the first human ancestors appeared between 5 million to 7 million years ago, probably oh. some ape-like creatures in Africa and to walk around on two legs. Uh, they were flaking crude stone uh, tools by 2.5 million years ago. In other words, as we recognise human beings now, probably about two or 300,000 years ago, but the first life and, you know, apes and all that kind of stuff, you know, and other animals was probably about five to seven million years so, ago. Yeah, but so so re- the question I would, I would like to ask is, is if God exists, why did he wait over 300,000 or 400,000 years to come down to Earth? And what was going on uh, before this man arrived on Earth, as the Bible says, at, in, in, in 2,021 years ago? Well, the, the, I, I don't think anybody... Okay, we'll let John answer that. Go ahead, John. Yeah, sorry, I was going to say. Look, you're asking a question there that I don't think anybody can give an answer to. I mean, you're just Well, saying, the Bible gives know, an answer to it. The Bible suggests that, that human beings have only been on the planet for the last 6,000 years, which is scientifically incorrect. But the Bible states that, and if you believe in God and believe in the Bible, you would probably believe that as well. I mean, the Bible, as I said, is a, is a book that was 2,000 years ago. I mean... Yes, uh, look, man goes back a lot longer than that. So, I mean, no, scientists don't know, you know. So you would accept as inac- so you, you accept as inaccuracies in the Bible. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, a Bible is two thousand years old, and I mean, I, I the Bible was not written uh, when Jesus was alive or when he was no. around. So it no. was written after his time. Chinese whispers, yeah. 
So I mean, at the end, you know, stories can be uh, can exaggerations. Be yeah, of course. Well, hang on one, yeah, one every, time. Let John finish what he was saying, Jeremy. So right, I was okay. just going to say. I was just going to say there. What do you actually do? What the Jewish religion actually says is that the original Bible, like the original, um, like the, um, the the Muslim, the original text of the Muslim, has been lost, and it has been more or less. You know, it has been people have taken interpreted differently. Yes, yeah, the original idea of the Bible and the Muslim teachings, and then they have just perpetrated them through the years. So people have, you know, interpreted them as they, but, you know, as, yeah, as the times um, went by. Okay, so my theory, my theory on religion is every single religion. I don't know how many is in the world. Thousands, every, there's thousands of thousands religions. of religions, and they're all spouting the same thing. As far as I can see, religion is quote, a fear of dying, a fear of death, a fear of what's us on the far side. And by being religious in this world, you are praying. Why does, I, why does everybody go to Mass? They go to Mass to pray, you know, to be good Christians, hoping that when they die, they go to heaven and they won't go to hell to meet fucking old Nick with his, with his fork and his... Um, <laughs> old Nick with his fork. Well, stay there, let me go to Paul. Paul, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Paul? Hello, Niall. Hello. Good, Paul. Uh, do you believe in God? No, I don't. Okay. Um, and one of the reasons I don't believe in him is because, did I? Uh, he created Adam and Eve. Yes. So Adam and Eve would be brother and sister. Yes. So we'd all we'd all come from an incestuous relationship. That's correct. Well, he yes, Eve was from Adam's rib. Yeah. Yeah, well, they were brother and sister. Well, well, I assume so, yes. Yeah, so... Uh, so. Well, mathematically, it probably is impossible anyway. Yeah, yes, no, you said life began yes. in, the, uh, in I Africa. Mean, I mean, that's where life originated from. It, oh, well, yes, Lucy mean. Lucy was the first woman, I believe, and they, I, where, where was she for Lucy from? I'm trying to remember. Was it Uganda or somewhere like that? She was found yeah, somewhere. Yeah, it was Africa. Like it was the point of I wonder, yeah. I, I wonder if the first rabbit... Um, I mean, there are a lot of rabbits on the planet. Do we breed like rabbits? Probably. <laughs> okay. But so, Paul, do you, but what happens when you die, Paul? You uh, die. You, That's you, the end you of it. Become, uh, from, from dust you come and unto dust you will return. That's a kind of religious statement. Yes. Okay, so in yeah. other words, you just go back into the soil again and that's the yeah. end of you. So, yeah. so in your mind, it's just like going to sleep and not having a dream. Yes. Exactly. End of story. Yeah. All over. Yeah. Now, can I yeah. ask a question, if you don't mind? Yeah, go ahead. And I've always wanted to ask, I've got two gentlemen there. You mm. see today a lot of people who have hardship in their life, and I've seen it myself, and the people are not very Christian today, and people aren't, you know, Muslim or whatever. People, some people are, some people aren't. Sikhs, whatever. Now, the fact is, when I look at a Catholic church, I see an awful lot of people walking in and praying. And if people today, Irish people, are no longer, you know, religious in any shape or form, why would you bother going near a church if you didn't believe in a higher power of some sort? For a wedding? No, no, no. I'm, so, I'm, talk, I'm talking about when you're in times of trouble, not a wedding. Oh, in times of trouble, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we, okay, well, well, let, let, let me ask Paul that question. To, yeah, when you go to a hospital and you get a bad result, you will always see somebody going straight to a church for some reason or other. Always. Well, I personally wouldn't go to a church. But no, sir, I, wouldn't agree. I wouldn't agree with that either. No, I yeah. wouldn't agree with that at all, no. I think only but religious people, people go to do church. It? Well, people religious do people, it? older people generally, religious people do it. Not always older people. And you will find you will find in most churches if you walk into any church, certainly in in years ago, 
99% of the people that were in the church were people of a very old age or elderly people because they're nearing the end of their life. And that's all there is to it. And unconsciously, they are praying and hoping. And I don't know if, if Niall, if, when he, if he reaches 85 years of age, <laughs> Should he he'll, still have God? Say, <laughs> he'll still have the same attitude or me. I don't know if you're if you're suddenly told you six. Yeah, months maybe to maybe your six months to leave, you'll start hedging your bets. Yeah. Well, then yeah. Well, then possibly it, it would be a bit hypocritical to do it. But like logic, logic says that science knows what we are made of. We are we are made of what what is it? Eighty or ninety percent water, something percent this, something percent that. So like we are part of the earth. We came from the earth. It's been proven, and that's exactly where we're going. We're going back once you die. And your your body de- decays. You, it, it, everything that you made up your body just dissolves into the earth, and you're gone. And that's all there's to it. You're not floating up into this mystical um, thing in the sky. You really are not. It's just. Am I ever going to see my mum and dad again? No. I I I've, I've, I would accept that. My brother has passed. Mm. I don't ever expect to see them again. I really okay. Don't. Well, 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 hang on both of you a second. Let me just go to Mary as well. Um, Mary, you're on classic kids. Mary, do you believe in God? I do. Yeah. Okay. All right, and you had a particular experience. Yeah, well, I, my mother had an experience. Um, she was had a near-death experience, and she said when she was really sick at the time, and when seen, she seen a light, and it was her mother, and her mother was pushing her back and saying, go back, go back, it's not your time, Don't and it wasn't. Yeah, and thank God it wasn't her time. She yeah, no, I've, I've heard of a lot of people who have had what they call a near-death experience. And it, was, it was just one of your callers, oh, one of the gentlemen, but, you, but, said but could that I... there's no such thing and that they, they've never heard anybody that okay. come back. So I just felt that I had to ring in to let you know. Okay, no, I'm not, I'm not dismissing a near-death experience, but, you know, yeah. scientists will dismiss near-death experience and say all it is is exactly the same as you going to sleep tonight and dreaming about somebody who's passed away. Uh, and, you know, and they're in your dreams. You can see them clearly. But when you have a near-death experience, essentially you're unconscious. You don't actually die because if you died, you wouldn't be coming back to life again. So well, you, she, she, she was anointed and... the Yeah, the but doctor, her heart probably stopped. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think her heart stopped. Well, she couldn't have been brain dead because if she no, was, no, she wouldn't she be with us. She was, no, she wasn't brain dead. Yeah. No, she wasn't That's what I'm dead, saying. So her heart and her, and her, her organs stopped. But that happens yeah. quite a lot that people suddenly, you know, their organs can stop and doctors but can it, save it, it you and all sorts of things. One of, one of the, the gentlemen had hmm. said that um, nobody has ever come back and said that they've seen anybody or that they've... Well, I suppose maybe back. maybe we word it. Nobody's ever come back with proof that they've seen anybody. To say that you've seen somebody... Is not proof. No, I, I could say you're I, never you're never going to get proof for that. Like no, that, no. But I mean, I, I mean, I was I had a little bit of a kip there during uh, this afternoon. I would never sleep, and I went into an extremely deep sleep and quite a disturbing dream. I'm not going to go into personal, so I'm not going to go into it on the air. But it felt so real. I actually got such a fright when I woke up that it felt, and I was actually sweating profusely. It felt so real, and yeah. if I say was in that situation that your mum was in, with respect to your mum, Mary, by the way. Yeah. Uh, if I was in that situation and I woke up from that coma or whatever it is that I was in when my heart stopped and everything else and I had that kind of dream or thought, I would explain that to people as if it was real. Do you yeah. understand well, what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's, like, that's what I, I believe that that, she, that was true. And okay, and, with, and that's I fine. Think that gives, I think that gives me comfort. And yes, I would be Catholic and I would believe I wouldn't be a practicing. I wouldn't be hitting the church or yeah. you know down like on your knees every day of the week. Yes. No. And, 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 no. Can I can I just say can I just say this? If God does exist and He did make us what we are yeah. today, why is it that uh, 
why is it that we all, in general, die at around the, for anything from sort of 70, 80, 82, 90, 82. Yeah. yeah, we very, very rarely, in very rare exceptions, we make 100 years of age. Why didn't... Why I, did, I don't what, think, I'd want, to, I don't think I'd want to go any further than that. No, but what, what is God's theory behind that? Why did oh, you, if he, if oh he, I'm not saying to... I'm God. I don't know. <laughs> She's not God. She I'm, can't I'm explain that to you. I, I, can't, like, I can't answer your question. No, well, the simple answer to that, as science has proven, is that what we're made up of eventually well, you know, I, I was only talking about this to somebody the other day in relation to evolution, if it's evolution or if it's God or whatever it happens to be. You take something as simple as the human heart, right? The human heart, there is no pump, physical pump in the world that would be as reliable as the human heart and be able to pump as well as the human heart because it'll eventually break down. You know, your car has about four different pumps in it. It has a fuel pump and water pump. They eventually all go after about 10 or 15 years. You know, the human heart goes for 80 to 100 years. There's, I mean, and the muscles we have, you know, in our bodies and, and the way we walk and our balance and our thinking. I mean, brain, it's an incredible device, the and human the, body. And, and scientists have said that no computer they will ever invent in, nope. a, in a million years will ever, ever be able to match even. No. Yeah, can I it, come it, back it, in there? It would, it, it would never have reason and logic like the human brain. Yes, sorry, like go ahead, the human brain has. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, Noel, can I, can I come back in there for a minute? I, uh, what's that chap's name again? I'm always forgetting his Dermis. name. Dermis. Dermis. Sorry, Dermis, for forgetting your name. Yeah, you and Mary's on the other line there. Uh, so. Mary, how you doing, Mary? Oh, yeah, hello. Dermis, there's one question I have to ask you. Do you believe, do you believe everything the scientists tell you? I believe everything that scientists can prove. I don't believe anything that's necessarily theory. Scientists, if scientists prove where the mountains came from, if they prove where the human beings came from, if they prove where your brain came from and how it works and that, of course I believe them. I yeah, but, yeah but, but in saying that, Jeremy, you, you could... believe in you could... their experience? Sorry? Oh, do you believe yeah, in their death? In... <coughs> yeah, do, do you believe in the near death experience that Mary had or... Somebody belong or her mother had. Her mother had, yeah. Do you believe in that? Or is that it's scientific hogwash as well? It's a case of... No, no, no. It's not a, it's a case of believing. It's a case of either accepting the lady's experience or not. And if I was to say, no, I don't believe it, well, then I would... That might be insulting this your, lady. Your, no, but this, it wouldn't at well, all. Could you explain it? Opinion. Could you explain what happened? Well, I, well, I, well I, I think I gave you an explanation, I suppose, John, and it's up to Mary then and her mother. And Mary's mother, by the way, because I certainly would insult Mary's mother, she genuinely believes that's what's happened. And oh, Mary and Mary believes her. And I'm, I would never for a million years doubt her that she genuinely believes that was what happened. But it may not be what happened. There may be a logical explanation for because what happened. Quite simply her brain, because quite simply her brain was still alive as Niall Of said. course, yeah. And the brain, yeah, I but, should say. Yeah, but the hold point on, is... Just, just yeah, hold on, go on, go on. What causes you to dream? To what's uh, it again, Dermot? What, what, what causes a human being to dream? What is a dream? What is the brain doing when you're asleep? A dream state. What causes a human being to go into a mm. dream state? There, there's a scientific, a scientific explanation for it. I hate to be the very logical one here tonight. This sounds very bad. Uh, but scientists believe that when you dream at night... Like when you have a computer and you have to defrag the hard drive every now and again, at night when your body is resting, your brain then goes to work. And every vision and every uh, observation that you've made throughout the day and all your thoughts 
get reassigned into different parts of your brain. Makes sense of it. Yeah, and to make sense of it, exactly. And, and it puts things that you don't need in the back, you know, of your mind, of your subconscious, etc., and things that you do need at the forefront. So your brain is a very so, clever thing. So, 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 so what I, happens so is I, sometimes yeah. you recognise that and that creates the dream. So when I answer to that, well, that answers the question of Mary's mother's experience. That's a scientific opinion, yes. That's your opinion. Yes, yeah, well, scientific we opinion, have, yeah. yeah. We have our own opinion, and, of that's course. Just, and that's the opinion that we were sticking with. Like it's, yeah, so I know I'm not dismissing your opinion, Mary. No, I'm just, no, I, I, no, I, I know. Okay, well, hang on, hang on. I want to bring just Jason in before we go as well. I don't want to be dismissing people's opinions because people's opinions are important to them. Jason, yeah. you're a classic kid. How are you doing, Jason? How's things going? How are you? Good. Do you believe in God? Um, so, yes, but maybe not so much in the biblical sense, as, as you guys have been talking about. And uh, bear with me, because what I'm about to say is a bit, I mean, for me, it's a bit hard to explain, but I'll try my best. Okay. So, I, I went, uh, in 2015, I, I went through a situation that lasted a few years. It doesn't particularly matter what it was. But it was struggling a lot, you know, and I yep. felt like I, I, I wasn't capable of myself of resolving the issue. And so I started Googling, like, you know, different meditation stuff and yep. things like that, right? And so um, that was four years ago. So now I started meditation at the time, and I've been doing it for the last four years. And I'm sure some of your viewers will be familiar with the terms I'm going to use here. But um, basically through meditation, I was able, well, I attempted to astral project. And there's also another um, area where it's like lucid dreaming, you know, which is yes, like dreaming. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with lucid dreaming, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the guy, you were talking out there about, uh, you know, what, where your dreams come from. I, I've had lucid dreams, you know, where I've, yep. I've meditated for half an hour. And literally, I'm awake. I'm conscious, and the black you're in control of your own dream. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, but it's a it's a very vibrant visual. You know, it's, it's, a, it's yep. an experience. But back to the astral projection. So, I've uh, I became really interested interested in it, and so I pursued it. And um, and I've achieved a few times now. So basically, the what I've experienced was you meditate whatever half an hour, maybe use a binaural beat, and um, and slowly your body falls into sleep paralysis, where you know you're, you're awake but your body is asleep. And after a while, your um, your body will become tense. You feel pressure in your chest, and the feeling of thoughts projection is your soul leaving your body. The feeling of it, which I've experienced, is I'd say is like a vacuum sucking you out. It, it, I mean, it's very hard to understand. For and where do you go? It. I'm I'm sorry to cut you a little bit short because I'm running out of time. But where do you go when you astral project? Where where do you where do you head so off to? Right. So I haven't, I haven't completed it. In I haven't actually left entirely, but I have been sucked out I felt being sucked out but it was so it was such an, an intense experience that I've pulled back every time and it's hard to get and, to that and point that, and that, means that, that means that God exists then is that, is that what you're saying so my point behind that is that um, when you experience something like that yeah, you feel your soul leaving your body there is no doubt that there is a higher power people are doubting this and there's no doubt about it now as far as this whole God thing I don't do the whole Jesus and everything else that's grand for whoever believes in it what it to me it is is just like uh, energy and everything else you know it's that your soul is leaving, and the God, you could say, is the universe. It's everything around. But when you use the word really soul, like, that is quite a religious word. That's, you know, that's a Christian word, the word when soul. You, when you have to project, you can literally feel your soul being sucked out of you. And again, it's very hard to understand this from someone, from but, people that live in a very one-dimensional life. I know you're, you're running out of time. What, can you, do, in, in very brief terms, can you describe mm. what a soul is? A soul is basically... Uh, like an energy. I'll say, I'll say this to you. I'll say this to you, right? I've seen, uh, you know, uh, when people have wakes, I think it's called wakes, and then when you have yeah. the, the, the dead body. 
when you look at a dead body, it's very evident that the body that the person is not sleeping. You can tell that it's purely mass. The energy is left. That's the soul. If I have to put it some way, and I think everyone can relate to that. You see, it's I, I, I think the only reason you recognise it as a dead body is it's usually quite pale. Well, I, yeah. Well, for me, it's the energy. Like it's literally just like mass. You know, it could be like a, like a wax figure. And that, to me, the soul is your life. It's your energy. The brain is grand. is to function on, on a day-to-day basis. But the soul, yeah, that's, that's your energy. That's the life you have. It's your, that, it's your, it's there's your no, there's soul. no difference. No, no. But I mean, when people look at a dead body, the, the problem with, yeah. with a dead body is there's no blood running through it. Well, if I I look, so if that, I that's why it looks different. Body, I, if I look at a dead body, I think the soul is gone from the dead body. Okay, Let me well, say this, right? That's if a religious people, view, yeah, yeah. You can look at somebody who's, uh, vi- you know, yeah, in public, whatever, you look at different people. Some people will be more vibrant than others, people call it charisma, whatever. Some people will be more vibrant than others at the higher frequency that's going on. That is the soul. When you look at somebody, yeah, you can see and the I, energy. I you can, you can tell that person is vibrant, yeah. or that person is, is not vibrant, you know, and, and they're low energy. You can tell that. There's no doubt about it. That is the soul. And because it's not mainstream yet, people have a hard time attaching themselves to that way of thinking, but yeah. it is a true fact. And okay. Me, just, Sorry, yeah, John, you want to say something very quickly yeah. there, Jason? Sorry, I want to come in there and say, what that chap is saying is absolutely, I merely was saying is absolutely correct. There's a lot of people who say when they have a near-death experience or when they have an astral type experience, the fact of the matter is, whether you believe in God or not, it's a personal thing to each and every one of us. The fact of the matter is, a lot of people say, yes, they do have that illusion of people there, you know, guiding them on or guiding them back again. So there is a spiritual aspect uh, to people's, uh, you know, family or whatever in the afterlife. So a lot of people do have them experiences. And I don't think scientists can disprove them or prove them. So, you know, it's a bit of, a, it's a bit of an open question when you think about it. That point, like quantum physics, you know, which is a, a, a new age of science. If I can just, my last point now, if I can just fit it in there really quickly. If you were to ask me, what happens when you die? Well, for, for me, what happens when you die is that, um, obviously you're on your deathbed or whatever the case may be, you will leave your body. You will leave your body and you will see yourself below. All right? And uh, for two examples really quick, when my girlfriend's, um, one of her relatives died, in seconds before she died, she, she got up from the bed and she was like, oh, George, what are you doing here? And after that, yeah, she was gone, as if he was waiting at the end of the bed. And one last example, when my grandmother died, yep. uh, my mother was my auntie, said I was in there, like a, you know, when he's like chandeliers, but they're like the fake things, yeah? The chandelier, there's a video of this, the chandelier, the little crystals were moving in a circular motion for a, for an extended period of time. I didn't, and I've had ass projections as well, where I felt myself being sucked out of my physical body. People don't want to believe in it. It's not because you can't give them enough proof to believe in it. It's that they're too stuck Well, isn't that, isn't that the human nature when people, you tell something that's quite fantastic to people, they're going, well, yeah, prove it, because anybody could just make stuff up. So that's that's the whole idea. But listen, I'm running out of time. Jason, uh, John, Mary, uh, Dermot, and everybody else who got involved in that conversation. Thank you very much indeed. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.